Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. This is Omar Salim. And this is Afro Dan. And uh, today, I'm a little ashamed to be an American because our basketball team had the nerve <laughs> to lose to France and Evan Fournier scoring 28 points. First of all, Evan Fournier couldn't do that in a regular NBA game most of the time. Viva la France. He's doing it for, he's it's, doing it's, for his home It's town, viva la bullshit. The yeah. fuck are they doing out there? <laughs> Yo, so how you leading scorer? Somebody that's hungover from a championship parade. How do you how do you lose to Rudy Gobert? That man is defeated in the playoffs. How do you lose to him? <laughs> hey man, he's the guy who's spreading COVID all over. <laughs> COVID, uh, touching the COVID, mics right. and shit. Like, COVID man, COVID man. That's um, why. That's why Donovan Mitchell is about to request a trade. He said, "I don't want to play with fucking Rudy Gobert anymore." Listen, man, these teams they stay together for years and years and years and years, and we put together a hodgepodge team of great, you know, athletes and. Think we're going to automatically win. This ain't this ain't the dream team, baby. Yeah. And meanwhile, that being said, if the Sixers want to grab Donovan Mitchell, I would not be opposed. Yeah, I would not come, be come opposed on through, Spider. Listen, as long as we get rid of the BS. <laughs> yes, sir. well, no, they can keep him because he they ain't going to get enough for him right now. Anyway, but uh, we'd like to debut a new segment. Mm. So we're going to start every episode off with uh, well, not maybe start, but every episode will contain a Karen's corner, Karen's in which corner. Uh, we will give a Karen of the week, and then they can sit in the fucking corner. Um. Yeah, I mean, do we want to explain what Karen... I mean, I'm sure everyone knows what a Karen is. So Karens basically make themselves victims when they are the ones victimizing other people. Right. So there's three things for certain in life, and I I don't think this is a Ben Franklin quote, but uh, <laughs> death, taxes, and Karening. Yeah, Those yeah. things Somebody you can fucking count on. Clockwork. Yeah. It will happen. Sure. At least once a day, and especially in this country, someone will Karen. Especially in this social media age where, you know, especially now. everything is, is recorded and online. Facts. Whether you think so because, or not. Because it's the stereotypical joke in a lot of comedians, you know, uh, uh, acts is when white people or Karen goes over to the usher at the movie theater and points out the black people that are talking. You know, I mean, that's, that's been done over decades. And but what we didn't have decades ago was the Internet. So now that we have the Internet, we catch them in Walmart, we catch them in your local parks, we catch them everywhere. Uh, Walmart, you can catch them outside your house where you're selling uh, water bottles. Uh, yeah, oh, you can man. catch them outside you, your barbecue at a public park. You or, can catch uh, them outside you, your house just because they're just harassing you. Or when like little girls selling uh, water, uh, lemonade, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a lot of situations where barbecue, well, that was one of the first big ones, right? Barbecue, barbecue Betty. Betty. Yeah, yeah, Barbecue Betty. And she called people having a barbecue out in the park. Like, mind your fucking business. What, what, it, yo, or, it is calling, free 99 to mind your fucking yeah, business. Or calling the cops on kids playing basketball on the street. Yeah, and then the cops bikes. look at you like, fuck you doing? And they play basketball with the kids, which is hilarious. Uh, speaking of which, y'all should, uh, if, you, if you're not already, follow the Instagram page, Leave Black People Alone. It's hilarious. It's people getting, you know, getting with the Karens that come out, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's hilarious. Good, because uh, they, they need to be checked. I mean, it part, there's an element of it that is sad because, you know, I don't want people to be fighting all the time. However, mind your business. I mean, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't write a check your ass can't cash. So, right, right. speaking of writing checks that uh, someone's ass couldn't catch. So, there was an incident at uh, Walmart in uh, California, right? Yep. So, we had Liz De La Torres. Uh, hmm. She is our Karen of the Week. Why you ask? We got to get a soundbite for that character of the week. Yeah, we're going to have to put, put one of them yeah. on the pads. If you guys can think of one or, you know, do a, yeah. a voice. We're going to get your band yeah. to do a Karen of the week. Karen. It's a, it a little soulful. If you know. you're listening, you got a good idea for it. You know what I'm <laughs> the saying? The least do soulful thing is Karen's. Right. So I don't, like, I don't know if you want to fucking. Karen anyway. of the week. I, I mean, I guess I run. And, and the WB. <laughs> yeah, I like sugar. <laughs> that racist ass frog. <laughs> Oh, that man. frog is racist, the WB frog, but we not we don't have to get into yeah. that right now. Where, where was this Walmart at? Was this a minute? <laughs> it was not in Minnesota. No, okay. not, it right. was in it right. was in California. Cali. So so Liz's, Cali. Yeah. so Liz's son misplaces his smartphone. Yep. And uh I guess Liz has a a, a phone tracker in it. So she and follows her phone. the tracker, right? Mm-hmm. And the tracker, according she, to her, she alleges that it's in this man's car. Uh Yashir Bryant. So all right. So Yashir, at no point in time, had the cell phone that this woman was looking for. I feel like this has already happened before. Didn't this already happen yeah, at, like at a hotel? At a hotel yeah, 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 so mm-hmm. I feel like we talked about that before, too. So, But, um, yeah, if you're tracking your phone with the Find My iPhone or whatever tracking system it's not exact. Yeah, it doesn't give you exact. It's, it's, exact. it's like it's a, like a, it's it's like like a, a 50, building or so like radius. A 50 yard, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell you that. There's like a degree of 
of, of error because like it's not it's not very specific. It's not like a fucking satellite yeah. tracking yeah. it to a, a, like exact coordinates. <laughs> Your phone is in air food and hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not going to be that specific. <laughs> <laughs> good luck finding that shit, right? <laughs> so, but, um, yeah. So so yeah. Th- so Liz confronts Yashir, um, inside the Walmart. He says, "Look, I don't have anything." Empties his pockets like I, I got a family. I don't steal, and he goes to leave because he don't got nothing. Right. And she follows him outside to his car. Remember, we talked about how Karening mm-hmm. is when you are victimizing somebody, but act as if you are the victim. Right. My my phone is missing. The phone is missing. My son's phone is missing. You have it. Or you you go to punch somebody in the face and then you back up and start crying. Yeah, like yeah. like last yeah. week. Yeah. She, yep. She's she's really the first Karen of the week, but you know. And uh, the old, old boy in, uh, what, what was it, uh, what, what city was that in, or township in New Jersey? Oh, yeah, 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 Karen, Ken, he was Kenny. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Mount Laurel. Yeah, Mount, Mount Laurel, New Jersey, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I forget his name, even though it was supposed to say his name, because it's in his address, too. No way. Well, he, he said his own address, yeah. and they showed up, so. Well, we're about to say his fucking what? SBI number. Right, dig it, dig it. Nah, he don't get it, he not going to get an SBI number for a while, he going to, uh. Yeah, he gonna get one of them, uh, them, them fucking county numbers and shit. So. Yeah, yeah, he was bugging. Yeah, but uh, Liz De La Torres. Yeah, so Yashir, when he notices that you know she's gonna just keep harassing him, just starts recording the entire thing. You got a, a white woman harassing a black man, accusing him of stealing something that he visibly doesn't have on him in any way. So he goes out to his car, and he asks for her name, and she's like, "Well, I'll just, I'll just call the cops then." And he's like, look, I don't have anything. The only reason I'm not leaving because I don't have it. Because right. you, you don't want a white person filing a false police claim. And then also police going after you, like, as if, you know, you are someone who did something wrong. And like, right. oh, well, why'd you leave then? Especially if it's, a, you know, a more expensive smartphone because that could escalate to grand theft. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, like, all right, even though we're money more than quarterback in the situation. But if you lose a phone and you try to track it. First of all, accusing someone off the rip is a problem. But if he's not running or walking really fast and all type of stuff or whatever, he, if he's like, yo, I, yo I, I don't have your phone, what are you talking about? Like, chill out, give it a moment. Because after a while, first of all, you cannot steal a phone nowadays. <laughs> you dig it, what I'm saying? It, like, What are you going to do with it? It's going to lock itself. It's going to lock yeah, itself. You can't do nothing with it. It's going to disable itself. When a report is stolen, the, the individual number associated with that phone right. gets clipped so you can't even get on a cellular network with it. Right. And then, I mean... And, and you can't even cut it off without a passcode nowadays. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, like, you can... T- you can tell if someone needs to steal a phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're both in the mall, if I'm not mistaken. And, and, I mean, the Walmart or whatever the case is, like... I don't know. It's just just a subconscious thing where people just assume that, you know, black folks still. You know I mean, he that's pulled why out she, his that's own why she, phone. That's why right? she went so... Right, that's why she went so hard because I feel like, because I saw the videos, I feel like somewhere in her subconscious is like, oh, I think all black people still because even after the kid finds, because he finds, her son finds the oh, oh, yeah, phone, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, so uh, Yashir goes back into the Walmart to tell a store first, associate. First of all, salty as shit, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, dickhead. Because yeah. he never had the so, phone to begin with, and he yeah. tried to tell her that, but she was insistent yeah. that. And you, he, uh, Yashir was... L- Going into the Walmart, not leaving the Walmart, right? If yeah. I'm not mistaken. So where was he going to go? He wasn't trying to run yeah. anywhere. He's going yeah. into the store. Mm-hmm. He stole the so phone. he goes in there to tell an associate about the BS. Yeah, and then the kid just casually walks in with the phone because it was in the bitch's car to begin with. Right. And she was salty as hell. So so Yashir rightfully says, I want your name now because I'm going to press charges. Because she's been harassing him and this entire ordeal. Say? And and threatening to call the police and, and get him brutalized. Yeah. For stealing something he didn't, yeah. yeah, he didn't even steal. Like you know what police interactions look like. They, they yeah. if, especially if someone, like, at, at 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 a point in time, he has a right to be extremely fucking upset that this is happening because Absolutely. she is harassing him, and she's accusing him of something he didn't do. Yep. So he knows he's not wrong. So like, there is there is plenty of of reason to believe that he is extremely upset in this situation, and he has every right to be upset. Mm-hmm. If the police come. And well, you, you, we know you got it. Just give it to us, and we'll leave you alone. And then he said, I don't have it. And they'd be like, you're under arrest, and they just beat the shit out of him. How about then this? Then what? How about this? Even just having the cops question you, stop you amongst your day, you don't know what you got going on. Because you know how it goes down also. Like, hey, just it's, stay here a minute and start asking you questions. It's super inconvenient. Yeah. Like, and the cops. It's inconvenient for the, the cops that get there. 
You know what I'm saying? Wasting so their time on, on something that they, like, they could be responding to a real emergency. Like, yeah, y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, facts. it's. Yeah, so, so when she, when, you know, Yashir requests her name for, you know, a police report, she says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> of course. You know why? Because, uh. As we like to say, she was a uh, salty as shit. Salty shit, dickhead. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and she's setting a great example for her child. And Karen's everywhere, apparently. But it's okay, because even though she didn't give her name, uh, when the video went viral of this, uh, Black Twitter found her name real quick. Come on. Found a pharmaceutical company she works at. Come on. Because she was stupid enough to be a Karen in a work shirt. Come on. And the pharmaceutical company is currently looking into this incident, and I'm sure she will not be employed much longer. Hey. Stupid is what stupid does. There's so, consequences to all actions here. And check this out. So, like, I, I understand, like, doxing people is not a good thing to do. Like, it's 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 messed up to do that. But, like, she, this was, she was, this was wearing her work shirt, which pu- means... It's publicly available information. One, it's publicly available. Two, the video only went viral of her because of something wrong she did. And while she did that, she wore her company's shirt, which means, like, if you do something and you're wearing your uniform from work that has, like, your workplace on it. Even if you don't, even if you're not clocked in, you're still you're representing. Representing the company. Exactly, bro. So what she did was something that she signed in her fucking employee handbook. Employee handbooks everywhere. Every job I've ever had mm-hmm. says that shit in the handbook. Because it's, it's just basic legal jargon for if you do some dumb shit. And people understand that you work here. We will fire your ass because we don't feel like dealing with it. Yep. yep. And uh, just, you know, it's a reminder to everyone. Um, it's a caring situation, yes, but really it's a phone. You know what I mean? A phone, replaceable life. Phones do come and go. It reminds me of a time I was in Germantown. I'm going to uh, get off the bus and years ago, and I see this white woman just running. Chasing this, this kid who apparently stole the phone. And she's like, oh, my God, stop him, stop him. And she's chasing him. It's like. Why are you chasing this dude? Because he could turn around and beat the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he, and, he, what, he, what, what are you doing? What if he has a gun? Right. And mind you, it's easy for me to say it is just the phone because I get pissed off when I drop my phone, lose it, break it, whatever the case is. But in a situation where if somebody stole your phone, once again, you cannot just simply steal a phone and think you're just going to go to the store and, and activate it. This is not 10 years ago. Like, phones are very sophisticated. And But again, it's a if reminder. You, if you steal my phone, I don't know what you're going to do with it because I'm just going to log on the app. On the right. fucking computer, and I'm gonna wipe my down. whole fucking phone. Like you're yeah. not, like I'm not even to call T-Mobile. Yeah, or none the, of that shit. This, the second it hits any network, it's gets, it's wiped, right, and locked. But anything, if anything is stolen, like at the end of the day, it is material. You know what I'm saying? It's no it, point in, in playing. It doesn't matter. It's replaceable. It's replaceable. It's no point in playing yourself. No point in inconveniencing somebody else. Easy, you know. What I mean, easier said than done. Don't. It depends on the situation, of course. But you know, like can't like you out here playing yourself. You know what I mean? And now look what it. Where she ends up potentially losing her job, you know what I mean? If her, if her pharmaceutical company is like, oh, you're yeah. not feeling that, and and they have every right to. So like, and and I'm not saying like she didn't disparage her company, but like that's really negative publicity. Like if you beat somebody up for no reason wearing your work shirt, your yeah. job's gonna fire you, yeah. whether or not you were on the clock, whether or not you were there. You there yeah. is an expectation of that you conduct yourself in a with some level of professionalism while you are representing the company. There was an expectation, and you acknowledge that in the employee handbook at every company I've ever worked for. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, it yeah, is what it is. Listen, the that, that employee handbook, you know, has a lot of information. We know most people don't read the handbook, but if you out here misinformed, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's ignorance is not an excuse. Yeah, yeah it really isn't. It really and uh, like, if you if you did something against the law, you're not gonna be like, "Well, I didn't know I couldn't do that." Like, that's not gonna yeah, work. Ignorance yeah. of the law is no excuse, un- un- unless you know you're certain, you know. Politicians or celebrities that no, might work. True, <laughs> I can't dig it. But uh, you know, speaking of misinformed and ignorant people, huh. uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, MTG. Uh, you want to try that again, bro? You have a you you, you okay? Lift, I'm, I'm your having arms, a, your, yeah. Lift yeah. your arms. They both working. Make sure you're not exhibiting <laughs> stroke-like symptoms. I don't know what the hell just happened there. So uh, <laughs> so Marjorie Taylor Green. Let's try this again. Which I know makes most people nauseous when they think of or yes. hear the name Marjorie Taylor Green, but. Uh, she got suspended from Twitter, which she's not. She still thinks Twitter's wrong for this, by the way. Even like she's still campaigning for Donald Trump's Twitter. Like she's, yeah. she's well, they censored me and they censored like, no, hey. for, first of all, if anything, the lies that Twitter allowed to actually go on there were the ones yeah. coming from the president's Twitter account. Like if anyone was enabling lies, it was Twitter, not fucking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. 
Continue. <laughs> so she was suspended uh, on Twitter for spreading fake news about vaccines. Go figure. <laughs> See, how many times you have to do that? Like all these fucking accounts that don't get banned. How many times you have to do that shit for Twitter to actually ban you? Like, yeah. even if it's temporarily. But when you're in a position in which she is, you know, a public figure or whatever you want to call it. Well, it's politician. Like, especially as a politician. Public servant. You know, exactly. Elected like, official. Yeah. Might I like, add. Come on, yo. Like, that's the arrogance of her to think that she can get away with spreading fake news about it, vaccination. But is it arrogance or is it stupidity? Because uh, A little bit of both. During this uh, uh, tirade she had after this happened, she was talking about, like, one of her events, first of all, Kudos to California, not because of the Walmart thing, because y'all, y'all should do better. California is a big state, so it's cool. Yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> but so you know, Gates and uh, Matt Gates, the uh, the suspected pedophile, uh, and I can say that because the FBI is investigating him and one of his associates for sex trafficking minors. Right. Um, suspected, not suspected. Didn't even say alleged. Suspected. Suspected. But uh, probably because the evidence looks like it. But we're not going to say that yet. He looks like. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> if there was a movie about pedophilia, he'd just be like a, you know. He looks like the person that would yeah, star in it. Right. I feel you. He exactly. looks like somebody that's in an SVU episode. Like, yeah. There you yeah, go. There you Thank go. you. <laughs> June, June. So, uh, <laughs> I see about to beat the shit out of him. Oh, As <laughs> an aside, did y'all see other pictures? The internet is killing Ice T because of the pictures of his daughter. Oh, my God. He gave birth to that child on his own, yo. I, listen, Ice T's daughter looks just like him. Just, just look it up later on. If you, I mean, it's, it's like hilarious. a mini me. It's, but they're, it's, but they're photoshopping her face on a, every like movie meme. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they don't got those dirty like that. This isn't business. This is personal. Did, like from New Jack City. Did they all forget that shit, who yeah. Ice T was before listen, he listen, became an actor, listen, man. man. And somebody gonna get shot. The, yeah, he ain't the dude on SVU, bro. He gonna put you on yeah, SVU. He's a cop killer. He's a cop killer, nigga. So look, look. So Marjorie Taylor Greene went on like a tirade, but. She did it at the beach. And the reason why she did it at the beach is because, like, all the California venues canceled her and Matt Gates because hey. she does stuff like this, and Matt Gates is a suspected sex trafficker of minors. So it's understandable that a lot of venues didn't want that in their space. So they, she, she's on the beach giving a speech about how Twitter can't censor her and all the shit, but newsflash, they did, and they can. Right. But, but she was talking <laughs> about how, like, it violates people's HIPAA rights to, to, ask. To, to, to ask if they're vaccinated. She's like, well, because someone asked her a question. I don't have to answer that. No, you don't. But it's not HIPAA for them to ask you. Right. It. So, so HIPAA applies to uh, medical institutions sharing information with other medical institutions. It does not apply to small businesses. does not apply person to person. Right. It is only medical institutions sharing their information with other institutions. So... In case you don't know, HIPAA is the Health Portab- Damn. Health Insurance Portability and Accountability up. Act. No, I, listen, I know <laughs> what I'm doing. Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996. And what HIPAA is, is it basically stops those entities that Dan just described from just giving your information to whoever, whenever. There, there are certain protections that must be in place, double locked on files. I, listen, we trained in HIPAA. I'm the HIPAA reviewer at my job. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But... That does not mean I can't ask someone about a health condition and they can answer. I can't tell you health conditions of people that, that uh, are residents at the facility I work at. Right. Because that would violate HIPAA. I can't describe them to you. I can't give you any information that could identify somebody. But if Dan asks me, hey, are you diabetic? And I'm like, yes, I am. I can give that information. In fact, I gave that information on another episode when somebody claimed that diabetes made them say a word that I'm not going to repeat on this podcast. I'm just making sure. (laughs) (laughs) But look, that's not HIPAA. That's not. It just protects you from those entities just giving your information away. It doesn't stop someone from asking you about it. And And you don't have to answer it. Exactly. Why is that so hard for her to understand, bro? Is she like just, I really just think say, she's stupid? Just, just say I don't want to answer it and move on. Nobody would care if she just said that. But she, when she brought in HIPAA, like an idiot, when it has nothing to do with HIPAA, it's just a reporter asking a question or a bystander asking a question. Like it, it, it doesn't matter. It's just wrong. And these are the people that are leading, you know, leading this country. And and now her followers and constituents are going to claim that they don't have to answer anything to anybody because of HIPAA. And they just don't know the law at all. 
they don't even know what HIPAA actually protects. Like it's it's they don't know the acronym or nothing. Right. No, and and it's crazy because you would think that they would because it's important. HIPAA is extremely important. HIPAA is something like you can go to like federal jail for violating. You feel me? Like right. you you will get terminated from your job. You know, you will you can get charged depending on what it was that you did. Like there there it, there's so many it's a federal law. She right. works for the federal government. I'm not saying she needs to know every single law, but you got to be smarter than to say some goofy shit like that when like any healthcare worker in America can tell you that's not HIPAA. Right. I, especially when you, you know, you're spewing all this anti-vax garbage. I feel like you should know what HIPAA is. Right. Especially yeah, in, in that's a position ironic, where right? she's in. Getting health <laughs> advice. Speaking of unlikely places for health advice, though, like, I don't know if y'all seen this shit. So Michael Irvin, also the oh, picture no. of cocaine use in, like, the it, 80s Man, and 90s. I was about to say, you're talking about big nostrils? Yeah. Only so, person I know with nostrils bigger is Mario the singer. Like, he's the only person out there. <laughs> that, that man can smell what the rock was cooking. Come on. Yeah, exactly. He can definitely <laughs> smell what the... He can smell, he can smell the rocks that was cooking. Yeah, I was going to say, he can smell, <laughs> the, he, he can smell what the what? rock was cooking. Uh, what still what did Tyrone Bigums? Yeah, like... <laughs> That boy snorted so much coke back in the day, boy. He's still high. Like, yeah. you ever see him in an interview or a show? Yes, yeah. but listen. So, like, again, it. like, Michael Michael Irvin is giving health advice to the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> because they don't want to get vaccinated. Mm. And he's like, how can you expect to be a championship team if you're going to potentially forfeit games? And the reason I'm saying that is because the yeah. NFL has, like, an 85, I think, I think all the sports are 85, right? Yeah. It's like 85%. So if your team, like full full staff, is 85% vaccinated, then you can just isolate the people that right. are not vaccinated and stuff, and, and, and you won't have to like forfeit a game. But like if there's an outbreak and less than that is vaccinated on your team, then you run into a situation where you're going to forfeit games. You know the number that they're at right now? It's I heard it once last week. Ten teams are at 90%. I don't know what okay. ten teams. Mm. But ten teams are at 90%. The league, at least like sixty three percent of players, mm. have gotten one shot. Some, some, something in that range. So, like, they're they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. But there are coaches. Like, there was a coach on Minnesota that that got fired or quit. Yeah, they're, they're they're reassigning him to a different position because he didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, so, so they like, didn't want him on the field. Yeah, they don't want teams don't want to risk that because the NFL is basically like if you have an outbreak and your team's not fully vaccinated you have basically one week where we can make your game up. If we can't reschedule it, it's a forfeit. Well, you have one bye week. So, like, they'd have to move multiple games around and also figure out a way to fit that in the bye week. Yeah, it's too much. And, I mean, and, it's and two times, you're forfeiting. And, and I don't think people realize the difficulty of rescheduling multiple NFL games when you have one bye week. One. So you, so you might reschedule one game and have to reschedule another three. So now you have four venues – that you have to find new dates for. So all those people that are working the venues, all the shipments of supplies that, that were going to those venues have to be rescheduled. There's a lot of manpower and parts, logistical yeah. things not that have to that, go into that. But think about the ones where people are planning to go to work a certain day and now they're not. Their bye week just got yeah. changed. Yeah, because that see, happened last season, season. Season ticket holders that you know can't go to games now because you wanted to have COVID. And there's only what? eight or nine home games now that they moved to 17. So yeah. you're not going to get an opportunity to, like, see that many games because the NFL season is not like baseball or basketball right. or hockey where there's a lot of games. I mean, look what it did to the basketball season. Like, I mean, it's... it's Yo, and, and they, get were, it as they, as they were at the point where they weren't canceling anything because the right. season was already back. So, like, you had games where, like, the Sixers G League team was playing the Denver Nuggets. Like, that happened. Right. It happened in okay. baseball, too. Remember... In the beginning of the 2020 season, the Marlins had a COVID outbreak. Oh, they and the fucked Phillies, the Philly season up. They the Phillies, fucked the entire season up. The Phillies basically had like three days off the rest of the year and missed the playoffs because they were just fucking gassed at right. the end of the year. I mean, their bullpen was also historically bad, but like that was part of it. Yeah. If they would have had like an off day here and there, they they would have been a lot better off. But I get it, And the but. Yankees too. The Yankees had, because both of us were supposed to play each other, and it, it got pushed all the way back because neither team could, they like they, whatever. Yeah. It, it screwed up the season. It sucked. And the NBA didn't want to see it happen. And as a result, there were games. There was a Miami-Boston game that was, they were like, oh, well, Miami's going to have seven people or Boston's going to have seven people. And then Miami was like, oh, we got an outbreak too. Oops. And then, like, that was about to be an easy dub because they were about to play all scrubs. Right. There was that one Sixers game where Tyrese Maxey played, like, the whole game. That was I think that was Denver. 
Yeah. He had like 40 points against him, though. That, that, that kick a ball. I like, I like Maxi. I mean, he didn't really have much of a choice. He wasn't getting out of the game. <laughs> and, and, it was like giving Paul Reed out there <laughs> with like fucking Tony Bradley. That shit was garbage, bro. Hey, but at least he could throw a baseball. He he threw an opening pitch one yeah. day, and it, and it his interview like was entertaining too that, with Tom McCarthy and John Crook. That was the uh, best. That, that was the it, best pitch that day because they lost like thirteen to two. Hey. <laughs> That's what happens when you start Vince Velasquez. But let, we don't <laughs> got to talk about that yeah. in depth. He's we, we we digress. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah, no, I see as a person who is like, hey man, if you want to get it, get it. If you don't, you don't. I understand it's a billion, these are billion dollar industries. It's like, yo, we can't fuck this up. <laughs> like, listen, it's, it's something yeah. serious going on. So we got to protect because you also and have the money you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. You also got, you know, local businesses, whether it's bars, oh, restaurants, yeah. yep. you know, people that invest a lot of money. Just the, just the people that would, that you, you can't, like, what happens if you have an outbreak and then you can't have fans in the stadium? Right. Like, you want like to tell you, all them you got, ticket holders, not come back time? You got gambling, daily fantasy. You know, you cancel a game all of a sudden. No, it's You true. cancel a, a, a one o'clock game. And that you might can't fuck make somebody's bet up. That's causing people money. Yeah. Facts. A lot of moving parts. You got people out here who are, you know, uh, elected officials spewing all the misinformation. No, it's uh, not, folks it, out here rearranging. It's, it's not even misinformation. It's just being willfully ignorant. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's facts. Yeah. It, she, it, it's, not, <laughs> it's not often that somebody. Uh, what do you have written down here, Dan? Out ignorance, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not often that that happens. And speaking of elected officials, but it happened. So, <laughs> uh, Tarrant City Council man, Tommy Bryant. First of all, is a grown-ass man that wants to be called Tommy. So, <laughs> what, what are you, I, Power Ranger? I like? keep thinking about Chris Farley, <laughs> that, that, Tommy boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace to one of yeah. the goats. Yeah, he was. Chris Farley. Dub Bears. Hanging out with Michael Irvin too much <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. rest in peace. I'm sorry. Oh man, Michael Irvin need to. Yeah, but it's funny him giving health advice to the Cowboys because they don't. They're not vaccinated. But uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is pretty bad. But Tommy Bryant, mm-hmm. again, grown man wants to be called Tommy. Tommy. He said some stuff <laughs> that I'm not going to repeat. So yeah, so he would. This was in a uh, a city council meeting uh, in Terrence City, Alabama. So you already know, oh, boy. Tommy. Has a touch of the racism. Yeah, a touch of the racism. So, <laughs> yeah, we're cracking so up. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. preface this racism. with um, a, little, a little bit. You got diagnosed with a touch of the racism. Yeah, yeah I got. I'm gonna <laughs> preface this with the current mayor is there, who is the first black mayor in the town's history. Mm-hmm. The first and <laughs> I mean, uh, it's Alabama though, I guess. And it, it's also the United States, so 1963. Yeah, yeah, yeah dig it. I mean, this is the same state that didn't want black people in college playing for their football team. Damn. They, they about to go 0-10 I mean, every year. You got to put a yeah. cape on that racism, like super racist. Like, yeah. You know what? You, you I mean, know I mean, what the best athletes t- to play for? I mean, they got a touch. Yeah, they were, they were yeah, one of the last God, teams I mean. to integrate in college ba- uh, football, which is wild, considering how good they are right now. But they're one of the top states in integrating families, so and you continue. That was an incest joke. And also an accurate statement because yeah. Alabama is like top five in like most incest states in the country. That's not yo. That's not an opinion. That's that's a fact. Surprisingly yeah. enough, I believe Baltimore is up there too. Well, you heard the way they talk. <laughs> oh my god! Yo, I seen a video of dude get... talking about a haircut in the car. Jeez. That man said the Molotov cocktail. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> what the hell? What's that shit got to do with you? I'm, uh, I'm, Balt- I'm, I'll play it later. Baltimore has a very interesting uh, accent. D T. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, they 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 Dukes. sound they they sound like uh what is this fucking odd world like? <laughs> they sound like the fucking first people that came over from from fucking Great Britain and shit. <laughs> but like now, just in twenty twenty one, they still sound like that with like Need a speech more. impediment. But it's not, it's not. I'm not making fun of people with disabilities. They just sound like they have a speech impediment. That's, a, that's an interesting place, Baltimore. Just Google worst accent in the world, Baltimore. Every time, every list, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Worst one. By well, far. Well, Worse like than Boston. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. The, oh, the whole with the khakis. New England area. Yeah. Clam chowder. Bye. Got to the bar in the car. I was driving real far. Yeah, <laughs> but I got my, I left my, my car keys, my car keys in the car. Yeah. Like, no, fuck, fuck trash ass. <laughs> I don't want to go watch the party. I, 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 I hope, I hope, uh, I hope, uh, Hope the CEO don't listen to this one because yeah. uh, she she from Boston, so no, she might love. get on. It's this. all love. She'll be all right. She I heard, listen, I, uh, so. real quick on Boston. Um, first of all, there is like a this this you know a 
touch of the hatred towards Boston because, you know, it's New England and we don't like the Patriots. And, well, they're know. also a shitty fan base that are just horribly racist. But go Man, ahead. dig it. But um, didn't they, didn't they put up a sign, racism is, a, is as American, American and as Yeah, Apple how about yeah. it? How Throwing about bananas it? So, yeah. at fucking black hockey players and shit. fire in that car. But uh, I met a young lady who said, said that. Uh, he brought the car. <laughs> All right. I met a young lady who said that in uh, New England that they put butter in their coffee. Yeah, I've seen people do that. That's weird. No, we wow. got they got to secede from the union for that, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> what's what's worse though, butter and coffee or sugar and grits? Yes, butter and coffee. He said yes, but <laughs> <laughs> I put sugar in my grits, yo. Y'all bugging? We're not gonna start this. No, just listen. Just let that listen, shit play listen, all the way out. All the way listen. through. All the way through. Y'all, 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 can, cricket. y'all can kiss you, my you, ass. You got the Alabama crickets. Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't put ketchup on my rice. Wait, people put ketchup on rice? Yes. What type of poverty shit? Yes. But no, sugar and grits can be debated. I, I eat my grits savory and I eat them sweet, so... Okay, Either so way. you also understand that they're better with salt and pepper and ketchup. I mean, ketchup. Uh, oh, there butter. you go. But, you got me um, saying ketchup. You said ketchup. Um, I wasn't even bringing ketchup into but, this. But ketchup and rice don't mix. That's like fucking EBT soup. Like, what? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I heard of people who put ketchup on their rice. No, no. Well, you, you need to never hear them again. Yeah. Listen, I'd rather put sugar and grits. Uh, just uh, anyway, if they in the barbershop, just take the cake off. Like you gotta go, bro. <laughs> so speaking of, faith. <laughs> speaking of people who put sugar in their grits, Tommy Bryant. Yeah. So this right. man uh, claims he don't he even was, eat grits. I'm sorry, he probably don't eat grits. He he was claiming he was quoting. Alabama. Uh, he was he claimed he was quoting Wayman Newton, who's the the black mayor of the town. Oh, so he. Well, first of all, even if he's quoting him. This is wild, and even with context, still wild. But claimed he was quoting him from a private chambers meeting with a fellow councilwoman Veronica Freeman. He claimed that the mayor called Councilwoman Freeman a house nigger. He didn't just claim it though. He actually he exclaimed said it, from, it during a fucking city council meeting on was, the microphone. He was excited to say it, like it was disturbing. Like she broke down and actually left the meeting. That shit is crazy. He first of all. Hard ER. Hard ER. Like, there's video of this. There's video proof, so you can you can look it up if you want to. Like, like I, I'd be like, yo, Omar, what's, what's good, my nigga? Like, I'm not going to be like, what's good, my house, nigga? Right. Like, like what? <laughs> I, look, what's worse about this is they asked him if he was racist afterwards. This man was like, that's up to your interpretation, bro. You just said. Yeah. First of it's all, his, if you, his, I'm interpreting it, racism. It wasn't even a no. It was like it's up to your interpretation. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. You punch him in his mouth, and you're wrong, and you're and, wrong, and you're dead wrong for it. And and best believe you going to jail for it because you just assaulted a public Speaking official. Speaking of, did y'all see that rap battle situation? The mean that was going around when the white boys like he's freestyling. He's like, you know, y'all telling me I can't say nigga, but my nigga, as soon as he said the dude punched him in his mouth, bow. Funny story. Uh, our, our boy was in that was in that league. Mm-hmm. Was there when that happened and beat word. somebody the same night. Oh, not word. that dude though. Oh, say he knows word. the dude that punched that dude in the face. That's what's up? Because yeah. everybody's face they, they freeze framed it and everybody's face like smiling, and laughing. Everybody's face is perfect. It was, it was dope. And, um, and I forget which church hymn they played under it, but it, it, was, it, just, it, just, made, it just made it that much funny, uh, like a "We Shall Overcome" situation or something. That's crazy. I forget, but I'll share it with you guys later. But that was funny. That, yeah, I, and, I, I I saw that I, millions of times. Like I, like I said. Our boys in that fucking league, right. so we seen that video like that's a billion hilarious. times yeah. when it first happened. And what's crazy is like that's from like a year and a half. That's pre-COVID. That's how long ago that was. That's hey, pre-COVID. It, hey, it's it's it's, it's always going to forever be a great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a meme. Uh, what do you call it? a video meme? Like uh, still a meme. It's still a meme. Okay, yeah. word. But um, your age is showing. What what the, what the hey, listen? Man, I'm just trying to get clarification here. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> speaking of age showing, <laughs> nigga, right? The word nigga. There are times when I'm like, ah, it's whatever. Other times it's like, you know, when somebody's using it, it's a problem. So yeah. with that being said, I think that um, any person who is using it, especially when they know the product, the rapper dude, like you're saying it, you deserve to get punched in your mouth. This politician deserves to get punched in his mouth, uh, Mr. Bryant. Um, however, it's still a word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes with just like with a lot of things, pick and choose your battles. Yeah. Because... 
You could really get yourself in trouble. For example, if you're chilling and you're at a concert and somebody says the word because it's in the song and you're at the concert, why would you start a fight and potentially get yourself locked up? But if they're yeah. at, if they're at the concert saying they'll fight every N word in there, there you go. Exactly. Of course, he said it in a place where there was literally no black people that weren't security. Right. So what I'm, I'm surprised security didn't just punch him in the fucking face right then and there. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm not giving anybody a pass at all. You know what I'm saying? But there are some instances where people do get a pass. You know what I'm saying? And it's that person's ignorant friends who give them a pass that makes them think they can say it somewhere else. Um, it is 2021. Everyone has a cell phone. For the most part, you can get a free Obama phone still, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So everyone should it's know that they, it's Obama a word that... Anymore. It's, a, it's, not. A, it's yeah. a Biden, Biden phone, phone yeah. right. It's, it's, a, it's a Sleepy Joe phone. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> right. But I think, I think everyone knows that it's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Because there are other words that people will I, say and people will have a whole goddamn fit. You know I, what I'm saying? But it's a weird thing because some people will defend, I'm going to say it all day long, blah, blah, blah. So I, I wouldn't say that necessarily everybody knows it's not cool, obviously, because of instances like this. I, I, I've i noticed a very sharp uptick in these types of incidents once someone got elected into office that spoke their mind hmm. and their mind speaking was badgering disabled reporters uh-huh. and, and people of color and, and women, women. Mm-hmm. No and, and, and grabbing people by, you know, yeah, body productive organs. You feel yeah. me? So I, I <laughs> noticed that a, a lot of these people just start saying a lot of these wild people things, feel like they're emboldened. Yeah. especially because what you said is that, you know, people are going to, you know, sometimes choose those battles of when to, or when not to confront yeah. people for this. But this type, th- listen, this man was being interviewed afterwards and they asked him if he's going to step down. He said, I'm going to run for mayor. Yeah, Come he on, refused right. to step down and said, I he's might run gonna for mayor He's going to fucking win, bro. That's what's fucking scary. That, no right. one's going to hold him accountable. Right. And if he runs for mayor with that platform in Alabama. And that's kind of where I was leading to because, like, like I said, choose your battles. You know what I mean? Like, like the it, battle bit they should choose is to keep him the fuck out exactly. of any other office. Exactly. Hit him in his pockets. Make sure he make sure which, he gets banned and can't buy which, stuff this Which might third, be you know easier I mean? to do now because there's actually bipartisan support for him to resign. Like the um, yeah, Al- I mean, the, the Alabama. If uh, I said that on the podcast, the, there'd be some fucking bipartisan support to remove him. There'd be a bipartisan <laughs> ass whooping. <laughs> 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 but no, in all seriousness, though, like, every, like it's it's one of the things like when Marjorie Taylor Greene, like we said, it's hard to out ignorant her, made those comments about the Holocaust. Kevin McCarthy, don't say much about what Republicans do, including, you know, incite insurrections. It, he, he was like, no, 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 we don't talk about the Holocaust like that. No, 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 not not in my house, not in anyone's house. No, no, no. Like there are some things you know you got to stay like all the way the fuck away from, and yeah. that is one of them. And if you don't, you know, check these people, so to speak, in some way, they're just going to get wilder and wilder. That was because that in itself was pretty fucking wild. Like, just that. Just, just, just imagine calling up, just, just referring to a person of color. You know, it wasn't technically it wasn't him calling her that. It was directing but, that phrase at her direction. Do y'all remember is, when Biden was quoting someone else's racist policy and like that video went around with no context? Oh, yeah, and it was him yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, word, yeah. and everyone got, they got up in arms. They're but like, they didn't well, hear the other part like, where he was. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff where, like, you can say, "Well, Biden's out of touch and all that shit," but like that was not one of them. He was reading an exact quote from somebody. He right. was making the point that that dude should not be allowed to serve. Right. That that guy was racist. But that's that was not even bad. He was reading someone else's thing. This dude just boldly said it as an insult, and he wanted her and to leave the room. We got to realize that. You got you got niggas, right? People say that, but house niggas a whole other connotation because it also implies that she kissing white people ass and she and thinks she's and, better and, and, and she's, she's serving than everybody him. else and stuff like that. So for him to use that, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like <clears throat> we the people, people who walk in righteousness and all type of stuff and and have issues with these things, realize our power. You know what I'm saying? In voting people out, making sure you get out and vote for somebody else, making sure you spread the word about these situations because all of us, I feel, when I say all of us, I'm speaking loosely, but uh, enough of us, you know, don't spend the time to stop these things from happening. Like, we have the power with the internet and all type of stuff to make, that's why we do this podcast, to make certain things aware so we can stop doing it, fix it, figure out what the issue is, figure if out what the If you know anybody in is. Alabama, make sure yeah, if they like, live in his, yeah. in his city, if they live in, was it Tarrant? 
If they yeah. live there, tell them don't vote for that motherfucker. Vote yeah. against him in no matter what election it is. Just get out. Excellent. Local elections matter because and that's the person leading your locality if that's absolutely. where you live. And, and they and need just, they need to, to prop up Veronica Freeman and help her reach a, a higher plateau than him to get this garbage out of here. Absolutely. Because that's, that's who should that's, that's if, she, if he listen. runs, she should run against his ass. And that's stressful as hell too. Think about it. You you in a situation where first of all, I'm pretty sure she gets enough backlash from, you know, her people sometimes because when you're a politician, a lot of people view it as, you know what I mean, you're a traitor on the other side, you think you better whatever the case is. I'll go a step further. It's traumatic to be called something like that by a a white public official. A public official who and, and, and to know that you're going to see and, them and again, not just a public official, your coworker. You're right, right, right. Yo, imagine, fellow council I'm, people. Imagine you did that at in work. in 2021. Imagine you did that at work. Any white person listening to this, imagine you did that at work. What would happen to you? I dig it. This dude's dig just he, but he's going to run. So, for, he's going to run for a promotion. Like what? So with that, it's like people need to do something because if he gets away with this, basically. He's going to continue to and think about what they say behind closed doors and how they act once. That's what he other. said. And listen, even if he's quoting the mayor, even if he's quoting the mayor, even if he, even if it's a direct quote, one, he's not reading anything that's like an official document. He's it's hearsay. So like, it's yeah. very easy to be it's, like, it's not like you're in, in court saying this. Like it's just a meeting. Exactly. Well, he, he's a further, he's a bitch and a snitch, but why, yeah. why are you repeating what somebody said in a private situation anyway? <laughs> Trying to but try on top come of on, that, man, dry snitching and whatnot. But on top of that, I'm just quoting he still you. said he, like hard er, yeah. like bro, you like you can't just say the mayor said a you slur. couldn't have censored yourself. You called her this and then not said that word. Like, that man was too excited to say that. He he that oh, shit yeah, he rolled to. off the fucking tongue, bro. He wanted to. He probably practiced it that and, morning. And, <laughs> yeah. and I I will also say <laughs> I this. Let him know that he that he called her a house nigger. House I, nigger. <laughs> that was Omar, by the way. It yeah, was clarifying. <laughs> There's but, video proof. It wasn't me. Right. Barely. Nah, he's probably getting his bow tie together. Yeah. <laughs> Got ready to say it. I, I, and shit. Yeah. I will say this, though. Nigger, because nigger, there nigger. is bipartisan support to get him to fucking resign and get the fuck out of office. He needs to get the fuck out of office. Mm-hmm. Because if the Democrats and the Republicans down there let him not just stay but run for more offices, that's just a huge failure on their part, and it shows you how much they really care about their black constituents down there. Don't what they is, celebrate a Civil War uh, they do. Memorial Day down there still? What, so. what, what is the average age approximately of these like people in his position? I don't know, but They're old, right? he's yeah. older. He's definitely older. Right? We could look his age up, but he's an older white man, lives down south, Alabama. Probably, like said, probably gotta, enjoyed Jim Crow in his adulthood. Touch of the that's racism. What that's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, you know, if it's 1968, <laughs> 1959. Oh, he, probably, he, was like he was probably born in like, he like he's at least 60 years old. So I'm sure he he benefited from some Jim Crow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or if he didn't, his parents 100% did. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For like it's, it's, it, he for is shiggy. a generation away from like that whole civil rights movement. And Even if he's 60 right now, because 60 would put him... At what, like, uh, what's it, 2021, so 60 would put, him, put back him in 1960. So, like, even if even if it's not him, like, he's, that's, that's well, he's four when the fucking and, and think about Civil Rights this. Act passes. Like, how many people learn a lot from their grandparents? And, and some, parents. And, and parents, yeah. but a lot from the grandparents. My point is, if the grandparents, you learn off of your grandparents, and there's a huge age gap, yeah. imagine what you learn from the people who are telling you what to do and how to live from the time you're born. You know what I mean? So if his parents were living that life and benefiting from it, especially there's in Alabama. Great, there are great videos of fucking, there's a documentary that was done in Pennsylvania, right outside Philadelphia, about a black family just moving in. And the way that they talked about the family, they didn't do anything to anybody. They just moved in. And these people hated their guts for no reason other than the fact that they were black. And, like, it was very apparent. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say that's what most people were like back then because – that's what the United States was like because it was legal to do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I see discrimination was le- was legal, and it's important, like you said, CRT to just acknowledge the things that have happened in our country. Because in order to move past them, we have yeah, to talk about them and learn about them and learn from the mistakes that we made before. Absolutely. And and a lot of times these you know wider communities, that's why they make those homeowners associations. So they can basically have organized harassment and racism 
when they don't like people. Or unorganized, like, uh, what's his name, Edward Cagney Matthews in uh, Mount Laurel. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I remember his name. It took me a minute. It's, and it's interesting, too, because <clears throat> we, we mentioned gentrification. My neighborhood is highly, heavily gentrified. And uh, when I talk to people about it, like, my issue is it's not the people moving in. It's the real estate agency. It's because that's the developers. It's Devel- the people developing it up right. so that they developers. price everybody out. Maybe yeah. agencies, developers is is a, be- is a more keyword because they're um, greedy. They just put the they, building they, super they buy, greedy. They buy land dirt cheap. Listen, they build horrible looking buildings that are too tall and that, cut into the skyline. And that's what I'm getting into. And overpopulate the neighborhood. Overpopulate the neighborhood. They're going to change the street pattern in Washington, which is a major four lane street too in each direction going uh, east and west. And they're going to knock out. Two of those lanes, one going what? each direction because they need parking. Because there are yeah, condos, you know, they have a from 25th down to 21st. It used to be a chocolate the factory. The only they're, reason they're, they're you'd tra- be on Washington apartments is there. because it's an easy thoroughfare. That's right. fucked up. Yeah. like I, every, It's going to back not, it all up, trust. Washington is a good street to take when, like, 76 is backed up because I could go to Gray's Ferry. Mm-hmm. Swing right around the Washington Ave, go right up twenty first. Bam! It's I'm right one of the largest streets. Yeah. So you got Broad Street, Market Street, Washington Avenue, Oregon Avenue. These are you know these are major streets, uh, arteries, so to speak, especially in center cities in South Philly. And um, <clears throat> it's it's interesting because the developers don't care about the culture of the neighborhood. When someone who is maybe you know my mother's seventy, so when she comes back to the neighborhood and she it looks totally different. You know what I'm saying? The names of schools are different. Some of the neighborhoods' names are different. New Bold, for example. And that's a slap in the face if you ask me New Bold. Like, it's new and it's bold. Like, it's bullshit. Now, change is inevitable. It's all gravy. But at the same time, incorporate the culture that was already there. And that's what the developers don't care about. They just care about profit. They just care about profit. So they can care less about anything that was historic to their neighborhood. Like, for example, Point Breeze area where I'm from, Point Breeze Avenue is a major, you know, artery cutting diagonals through South Philly. There used to be a movie theater on that block. It would be cool to bring that movie theater back, for example. They have the money. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The way they're putting up everything else. Yeah. And But it's a slap in the face when people that move into those buildings that look nothing like the old buildings. All right, cool. But you get a, you put a third story in there, you get a 10-year ten, uh, tax abatement. So what about the people that still live there? The taxes, yeah. if they don't go up, you still have to pay tax. And these people that just move in and don't pay taxes at all. For meanwhile, 10 years? meanwhile, if if Crazy. I'm trying to be a, a first time home buyer, you know I'm 31 years old. I I work 40 hours a week, make like 16 an hour. I couldn't dream of owning a house right now unless I got a second full time job. Owning, bro, you don't make enough to have 30 percent of your paycheck be a rent payment in any state in America. You'd have to make like like uh, I think like 21 dollars and change mm-hmm. to do that. Like yeah. it's crazy. Which and is which it, is, it, it just listen. Which is an add-on because renting versus owning. Not, well, yeah, you can't build equity, but cannot right. You know, it's which goes it's, back. It's officially been twelve years since minimum wage is raised. Crazy last weekend. Crazy officially been twelve years. And since you mentioned, it, it brings it back to what you were saying about the government allowing things like redlining. If people look up the story of Levittown, right outside of Philadelphia. You Levittown's know where that documentary with all the racist people it, that exactly. were mad at a black person moved And there's in. plenty of Levittowns all over the country. So this was the government, once again, allowing people all over the country to do this, which was this developer, he was allowed to develop a suburb, and the houses at the time, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever it was, were like fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. You know what I'm saying? And they're worth three hundred, four hundred dollars on the low end. That, that's how much they're worth now. So if you're black, Japanese, Hispanic, or whatever, if you're non-white and you want to move into one of those, you have plenty of money to do so because you worked at the Navy Yard. You, you know what I mean? People have money. Let's not get it twisted. But you didn't get to buy it and pass it down as it's not going to be worth, exactly. you know, uh, three quarters of a million in 20 years. It's exactly. The, 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 there will never be another exponential leap like that ever, ever. again. Because never, ever. The, the, the dollar is, has maintained a relative... Uh, not it's not steady, but it is much more steady than it was then. Right. The dollar's worth a lot less now. Like, for instance, a $30,000 job back in, like, the 80s mm-hmm. would have been enough. You were set. Oh, man. For I life. graduate high school and get a regular job. Like, you know, it, you it, can it, live it, off that. Right. That's you, why. Can, you can work at McDonald's out of high school and, and be okay, you know, as, as maybe back until, maybe until, like, the very early 90s. You know what I mean, where we're just fucked. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. it's, it's crazy, and and it's amazing because 
another issue is again, I don't believe the people that's moving in because they're they're sold a dream. Quite honestly, if I'm from Philly and I'm moving to New York, for example, because I'm going to school there or I just graduate school and I have a job in New York. I'm going to contact a real estate agent and say, oh, what's the cool neighborhood? Because I'm interested, blah, blah, blah. They're going to sell me a dream. They're going to tell me to go to Brooklyn somewhere or something like that that's gentrified or Harlem. And if I don't know the history of that neighborhood, I'm going to be considered a gentrifier. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy, but it goes back to this whole CRT thing. If people understood the situation, maybe people would not want to move into those neighborhoods. Maybe people would know to hold on to their property so they can take advantage of the equity in their homes in the hood or whatever, or teach their children, try not to rent, buy a house at an early age. If, if not to get on the whole tangent about this, but if people worry less about material items, the stereotypical things like Jordans and PS4s and stuff like that. And think about this. If you build a community, you can have one person with a PS4 and build a tournament around it. Type of, that's a whole nother combo though. Yeah. People, my point is we don't think for the future a lot of times. And it's not even a, a racial thing. It's like a class thing. Philadelphia is a lot of hardworking blue-collar people. But if you, I say to children all the time, if you save $20, 30 40 $50 a month from the time that you're in ninth grade till you become a senior, that's a, at least a couple thousand dollars you could do something with that. You know what I mean? Understand how money works. And then by the time you're 24, 25, if you have a job, you might be able to get a house. Facts. Share it with your friends. Maybe five of yeah, y'all going hard, together. Though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, unfortunately it's, for a lot of people, it is very difficult, especially coming out of poverty. And, oh, not, and, exactly, and yeah. twenty dollars so education week. and the money. Is, we it, all know it. that, mm -hmm. but it's also hard because we are not taught these things in school. Eggs. So right. they don't teach us about anything, you know, finances or budgeting Eggs. or taxes. Anything. Not until it's we too learned late. The, the Pythagorean theorem and, exactly. and fucking. That, and then about like a triangle. Yeah. Right. And think about this is that's, it, that's it, been really uh, useful. And that's the other part of it, because if you don't learn it in school, there are some people who are learning it at home because their parents deal with it because their parents had a home back in 1960. Yeah, my parents got had a job and I was she wasn't around. Thank much, you. So thank you. My you know mom rented our whole, our whole life. You know what I'm saying? To the point where it's just more convenient for her to rent than it is to buy a house and at it, this point because she's 70 years old. Why would she buy a house? Yeah, it just it just circles all back to just systemic oppression. Man, listen. And and listen, yeah. again, understanding it is how we move forward. Yeah, so just to loop that all into a nice bow with the the topic we were talking about, you know, we the system cannot allow Tommy Bryant to, to get away with that shit. To get away with saying such a heinous thing to a public official. Even if it, he it was can, quoting it. He cannot be allowed to run for any more public offices. And it has to be a bipartisan effort on behalf of that city, and that state. And as you just send a message. Yeah. That the only thing is, don't get your hopes up because oh, it is Alabama. I, I fully... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did end up running and for mayor. Winning. I wouldn't be surprised if he I wouldn't won. be surprised. I'd be disappointed, but was not that surprised. country music star that got canceled off SNL because he said it, and then his fucking album sales went through the roof? Like, Come on, and I was just about to say, like, there's another side of me just like, people do not care. People enjoy it. People don't understand it. People think they're getting beyond it by kind of engaging in it, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure every Trump rally there's up there was a black person in the background. You know what I'm well, that one well, guy was definitely paid to be there. I but mean, I can tell you one black guy that's not, not in the yeah, background anymore. Herman Cain. <laughs> listen, but, yeah. listen, you go to a Trump rally to be the token black guy and you yeah. get COVID and die. And then as then a high at, risk person, yeah. after I mean, after claiming it's not a big deal, yeah, yeah he, dig like it. Saudi shit. That was that was Saudi, literal yeah, karma. Yeah, he yeah, got yeah, fucking yeah. karma and COVID for him. Yeah, rest in peace with Saudi shit. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. apparently Tommy Bryant wasn't the only person out of his cotton picking mind. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I wasn't reading that one. I'm glad Omar took it. Yeah, I was about to say we didn't want you to have to fucking recuse yourself from the podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this so, week on uh, the Gray Area Podcast, uh, Mike Marcus is taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> I have he, to go to he's uh, he's Papa a, John's conversion right. therapy. It's going to take me 20 months. It'd be the Black Area Podcast. Yeah. You're, okay. <laughs> the whiteness is taking away the making gray. There wouldn't more. be any more gray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, so this week, and, and what's probably the wildest thing that we've seen this week. I think everyone's seen this too. So, this is, this is making the rounds it. online. There's a uh, interracial couple, it's a black man and a white woman. Uh, they took some. I, I don't know. I don't know either of them. I don't want to know either of them. <laughs> I just, I, I'm not gonna. 
I, I do not. Uh, I'm not taking part in, in, yeah. in, in what they did. I'm not fucking endorsing it. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm ashamed to be white after seeing this shit. Yeah. So um, how you think we feel? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I know, but like it, the the per the white one was the one that convinced that dude to do it. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I mean, like I, the, I'd hope so. Like I can't if, imagine if it being was that his deep idea. in the sunken place. Like, dude, babe, put some dude, shackles dude, on dude. me. Either, this man either, out here with some fucking Gucci branded but, fucking slave shackles. Break, break, break it down and what happens before we, we All right, start so, to roast this couple. So uh, they, they did an uh, engagement photo shoot, which is great. Uh, uh, first en- mistake. Engaging in what? Slavery? Yeah, first mistake is they did it in a cotton field. They started off in a cotton field. So that's not the only mistake, though. They made, like, this by man, my count, this at least man, six more. This man literally had shackles on. It was a slave, um, a slave master and slave themed engagement yeah. photo they, shoot. They had they had a yeah. plantation. They had a cotton field. There was a story too. He was in slave robes. Yo, the story yeah. was that he was a slave for her family. Yeah, and that she fell in love with him, yep. and then and they freedom. got married because he was free. And then yeah, he so, had, so, his top, so had clearly, his top coat on. At the, oh my so, god! So clearly. He you looked know. like one of the sunken place, like the people that that, that got their fucking mind. I'm like, surprised. Cut I'm out surprised that she didn't have a goddamn glass of tea with the spoon yeah. in it. Well, like, well, I I think they studied some critical racist theory because they right. clearly <laughs> forgot how slavery works. Um, yeah. If you were caught even looking at a white woman on a plantation, let alone married, you aren't going to live much longer. They probably see that's see critical race theory because they didn't look. They, they were kind of young. You know, Critical I say, racist. I would, I would say mid to later 20s. You know what I mean? At the very oldest, early 30s. Listen, it, I, it don't matter what age they were. I don't care if they were 19 and listen, 20. Man. That shit, somebody, somebody should have told them no. And the shame, photographer, shame photographer for letting that bullshit go. happen. There you well, go. Wait, do, do we know where it happened at? Do we even know where to, oh, like, it was? Was it Alabama? It was Tommy, <laughs> it was Tommy Bryant Photography Studio. <laughs> 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 they, they gave him the house nigger ring. T- t- <laughs> <laughs> it was TV studio. That's exactly what it was. Yo, like <laughs> how <laughs> it had to be a very private situation. Just three people: the photographer and those two. Like, how, and, come on, and the spirits how, of a lot of slaves on. in that field. How do you? How do you share the, the, the with your the, friends the, and family? Yo, those those spirits were giving them the fucking Bradley Bill look like. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're giving him the Russell Westbrook. <laughs> but like, all right, boom. You get the engagement photos at that third. You gotta send them out. What's the point of having the picture? Pictures. You're going to send them out to your friends. Man, if if, if what you kind of friends that, that bullshit, I would have went over there and beat the shit out of them. I, w- I just want to know, you know where what? they're from. You know what? You know what? I'll have to find out. You know what? I, I would have been like, look, I'm gonna you, you, you want to be a slave? I'm beat the I'm black a, off. I'm how, do you, how, do you, how do you even Google this shit? Slavery engagement photos? That's I don't want to fuck. I don't want that in my Google history. Listen, I figured it out, yo. I'm gonna give them one of these. They're smart. They're super smart. Let me tell you why. They didn't want to spend any money on this fucking wedding. Bro, bro. <laughs> they didn't you, want you anybody know my to phone come. Is listening to me? Or I, I typed slavery, and that's the first result. That came oh my up. god, that's how bad that is. But no, they're smart. They didn't want anybody to come to the wedding. They said, we're going to put this out there. Everybody's going to be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? And we're just going to take our money. You can give me the crickets, bro. I, I'm just trying to figure out. I don't have, I have no clue as to how do you come up with this concept? How do you think it's I'm, cool? I'm pretty sure those crickets were in the plantation. <laughs> and they probably were. They probably, they probably <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out. It's, it's included in the Toronto Sun posted an article mm. about it. I don't. I don't think they grow. Do they grow cotton in in Canada? The, the fact that this is, you know, a you know going international now is hilarious, because Toronto, last I checked, is not in America. They're just our hat. Yeah, I don't. I don't see where it is, but we're going to assume it's probably down south because somebody thought that shit was okay. And I just feel like they have to be down south if there's a photographer that's going to be okay with that, because like, wouldn't wouldn't you just feel like you were getting put in the most uncomfortable fucking situation? If, like, someone commissioned you for that. I would be like, you want me to go where? To do what? Nah, hard you're, pass. You're going you're gonna to wear what? Nope. Hard pass, bro, you shouldn't do that. You should probably run this by like, somebody yeah. you, you I would, I would be See? like, I would do literally any other idea for free. Like, like the please. photographer had to be, like, the dude in the studio that told Rick Ross it was cool to say that he put the Molly in her right. drink machine and he didn't know it. Like... Listen, some That's people great, don't like. Some people don't care as long as they get money. For that, it's probably like, fuck it, it's your photo shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I've seen some very questionable photos 
uh, in all kinds of capacities. And it's I like, feel how you. in the hell did the photographer think that that was cool? But while I feel you, at some still, point you gotta have some integrity. Like I feel like as so, as adults, we we, can we have, might, bro. I say it all the time. We, we might, might have integrity, but we they don't. exactly. Some people just don't give it. Like it's a lot of shit. Going I, I don't on. look people, at the glass. Imagine your fucking photo company being attached to that shit when they posted it online. I bro, would commit suicide. Like, bro, what do you do from there? Your whole livelihood's done. We live in a world where. A girl would be on Instagram live twerking and having little children, seven, eight, nine years old, smacking on her butt and dancing behind her, whatever the case is. Some people don't give a damn. And apparently these two, I don't even know what to call I'm trying to think about, okay, if she if she approached him. I think of, I thought of a better name than like, Tommy what the Bryant's fuck? studio. It could have been Uncle Tom's uh, photo facts, studio. Facts. Drunk, drunk, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Like, if she approached him. What the fuck, bro? If he approached her, what the fuck, what the bro? fuck, what the bro? Fuck, bro? Like, so it's like, there's <laughs> you, no way, there's no way to make sense out of that shit, there's bro. No like, way, you don't, no like way. either way, it's wrong. Like it, you gotta have integrity. Like first of all, take the chat away from ma- it. Like, how are you a white person getting married to a black person and then like your idea for engagement photo? Like first of all, if I'm that dude's family, I fucking hate that girl forever. It don't forever. matter what she does. Why the fuck you making my cousin dress up in fucking slave outfits to fucking, for what? For a fucking like on Instagram, you goofy bitch? What is wrong with you? Yeah, that's real. That, that's, that's, it, that's when the female family members just got to just beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Dude, like, what else do yeah, you do? Yeah. Like, it's going to be like that fucking video where they just like, fight back, nigga. Fight <laughs> back. Fight back, nigga. <laughs> fucking, why you hitting yourself? Hitting her up with her own fucking arm and shit? Oh, man. Bro, I, I, what else do you do? Because, like, like, at that point, like, she's never going to be accepted by his family. Like, you're, you're family with her now. Like, could you imagine that having to be your family? I like, really hope they don't have any kids together. I really, really hope they don't have any kids together. Because that is going to be fucking traumatic, I, I, dude. seeing your father as a literal slave to your mother. Bro, what, on, what are these on, from? Bro. Are these pictures of great, great, great granddad? No, that's me marrying your mom. Like, the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Why? That, listen, all I'm going to say is that is some self-hating shit. There's some self-deprecation going on there in some capacity because why else would somebody knowingly do some shit like that knowing the history? You, I, so I'm, I'm all about doing goofy shit. I'm all about, you know, a little bit of self-deprecating shit, but I'm not going to just shit on my heritage and just dress as a fucking slave for a fucking photo shoot. Like, what? For a like on Instagram, bro. Like, for what? I'm never going anywhere near a plantation. I'm not going to a cotton field. I'm not fucking putting on anything slavery related. That's why I don't get how there's so many fucking slavery movies just keep getting made in 2021. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yes, exactly to that. Because there are so many other great stories. Think about this. Uh, all the all the white people get all the nice family friendly things and, and all the diverse roles. They made guys and, of and black Egypt. People, we all get oh with white people. Yeah, it wasn't a single black person in that movie except for the slaves in the movie. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw Mike Marks in that movie. Chill. I, I wish I no, would listen. Might, I don't. No. Wish, I don't wish I was in it's that. Not, movie. I wish I was in a movie because I wouldn't. I wouldn't have to fucking go to work anymore. But. But think about this concept real quick. It's, Imagine three whitewash. They whitewash everything. Everything except for the bad shit. Exactly. And then they leave that for for the blacks to, to star in. Imagine this real quick though, like three hundred, like that type of you know what I mean. But the story I mean, of I, Hannibal, dig me coming over from Africa with the elephants and shit. Like imagine that, just that scene alone, that'd be a dope ass story. Yeah, a dope ass movie. And nobody's made it yet. Nobody's made it yet. Nobody's going to make it anytime soon, if in our lifetimes at all. And here's the ill part, like even with um the newer uh Birth of a Nation, right? When Nat Turner, you know, where even Django. People say they love Django because he got his revenge at the end, but you still saw elements of slavery. Carrie Washington had to come out of the house. Samuel like, Jackson to get shot in that Yeah, movie, I bro. mean, I only watched that movie once. And I just was like, because I'm still watching slavery. And because of all the other information I like know. It it's feels like, empowering at the end, but it's still about slavery. It's about, it's still slavery. about slavery. And it's like, but there's so many other great things in other movies that they made movies that were great that didn't get the light of day or didn't get as much shine. Like the, the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was Mo Steph or Yasin Bey who played a doctor. I think he played Charles Drew, the first open heart surgeon, the black man who was the first open heart surgeon. If I'm if I'm not, I might be wrong about that. But there are other well, great shit, you movies. Had, you had Will Smith play the doctor that, that, that discovered the CTE. Uh, CTE, right. Oh, speaking of, I don't want to get deep into it, but Sherman, uh, Richard Sherman, do you think that might have been the bout of the CTE? Him bug, bugging out and, and saying he was going to uh, kill himself and stuff like that? I don't know. I, I didn't read much into it, but yeah, maybe for... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he, I don't think he's had concussion problems, but that doesn't mean that he didn't yeah. have unreported concussions. Because like, 
the NFL's real careful about it, and like, and you can't really diagnose CTE until post mortem anyway. No, right. you can't at all, like, hundred percent. So there's no until, way to yeah, know until they take your yeah. brain. Yeah, it's like, I mean, look. But, um, luckily, listen. he didn't do anything too crazy. Like he can he can recover from what he, he did. Right. He can get help for but, whatever issues he's right. dealing with. Junior Seau ain't coming back. Right, That's okay. he's gone. So I mean, and then there were, I forget the, the player that was with the Kansas City Chiefs. He like oh, yeah. killed his girlfriend, then yeah. went to the facility, the facility and killed, himself. killed himself. Yeah, like like that's crazy. Like well, he, they don't get their lives back. I think somebody need to give Tommy Bryant and the uh, the slavery couple <laughs> a couple knocks upside the head so he can get some CTE because they bugging. Well, somebody just knock him upside the head and give him some CRT. Yeah, yeah. How about, how about that? <laughs> and with that being said, <laughs> this has been the Gray Area Podcast. I'm Mike Marks. This is Omar. I would never put shackles and listen, man. I'm sorry. Oh, damn, hold on. I know we. <laughs> We're going to rewind a little bit. This bro was sitting there un- 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 unlocking the shackles on this man's wrist, B. Like, hold up. Oh, bro, it's, and, it was so and he's I smiling, saw that shit. That and shit was he's so smiling crazy. like he got a fucking ice cream cone for his second birthday. Like, dude, what is it? We got to find his name, dude. He, he's like the final balls of Coons, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it. it He's who you got to beat to fight Tommy Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> How about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. Uh, you can't have kids. What are the parents thinking? The neighborhood. I don't know. I, ca- I'm town. curious what her parents are thinking. Because, like, if I'm her parents, I'm fucking embarrassed. Like, Super, I'm, I'm they, disowning her. If I'm, I mean, if where do you think parent. she learned this shit from? They probably like, oh, that's great. About time. I cannot wrap my head around any kind of way that it makes sense. It doesn't. Because, yeah. like you said, from either way. If you're looking at it from her perspective, what the fuck were you thinking? You're looking from his perspective. What the fuck what the were you fuck thinking? Exactly. Like, what the? What do you do? Like, there's no way to make sense of that shit. There is no logical explanation yeah. for what happened. She had her bonnet on and shit. He had the top hat on at the end. Now he was freed. He got to wear good clothes and whatnot. Like, oh my god, bro, the story, the fucking, it had a story. This man looked like twelve years of coon. Fucking <laughs> twelve years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, man. But, I, but, but I'm pretty sure they had a. Sugar grits on that on that yeah. <laughs> on the photo shoot. But he, that, he wasn't allowed to have grits during that photo shoot. To dig it, that, dig it. They had the fucking they had that rice with ketchup. <laughs> he probably had he probably had like a, the what, fucking EBT soup. Yeah. What are they gonna have at the wedding reception? What are the caterers gonna bring? Fried chicken, and watermelon, <laughs> exactly, and chitterlings, Chit, what, chitterlings. Where are they gonna have this shit at IKEA? It probably so. <laughs> <laughs> it was only one. Oh man. <laughs> They probably gonna have to get married in California yeah. at a Walmart. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but with, with that, hope being they don't said, steal nobody's phone. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> and with stole, that being they said, they stole my phone. It, they took precious time for me because I'm just sitting there in, in shock. Like the fuck. Listen, I don't with know. With the Q, the fuck. <laughs> anyway, the Nick Williams. Yeah. Uh, or not Nick Williams. Nick Young. <sighs> Nick Williams is a baseball player. My bad. Yeah. A bad one at that. But yeah. <laughs> that being said, this has been. Omar Celine, who's still in shell shock from, from this story. Oh, I, I am shocked. And Honestly, is, Diane, I'm surprised. <laughs> if anybody has uh, ever watched like the first three seasons of Family Guy. And uh, this is Afro Dan. Peace, house knitters. Oh. <laughs> When's your campaign start? Right. Tomorrow. <laughs>